0: Elliot Goldstein is hosting a radio and podcast show out of New Mexico called NMDJ Presents Fly on the Wall. We are building a fresh, fabulous podcast library of musicians, writers, artists, and all good people of note, with many new and exciting guests to come. We are listener-funded. If you would like to assist our Venmo info is New Mexico DJ service. The PayPal info is NewMexicoDJService at gmail.com. We appreciate your help. We would like to thank Alan Gowa for the intro music. Enjoyed the show.
1: Hey guys, thank you for listening to Fly in the Wall podcast. I'd like to tell you how I got started. Um, I really had no idea on um, the beginnings of what how to even where to start. And I stumbled upon Anchor by Spotify. And it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And I'll explain Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And um, when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast automatically on listening platforms. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on other uh, platforms. And Anchor made it so simple. And um, it's all in one place. Everything you need to make a podcast, you can find in one place. And um, the amazing part is it's all free. So um, there is no uh, downside to any of this. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. And again, it's the Anchor app or Anchor.fm, and it's real easy to get started. And um, thank you for listening to Fly on the Wall, and uh, back to the show.
2: Only Wendy serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot, buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? <laughs> So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's Bacon or Sausage Egg and Cheese Biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot, buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's
3: Breakfast Biscuits, hot and buttery
2: so don't take a chance with those other guys bet on a better breakfast with wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit choose wisely choose wendy's at participating u.s wendy's during breakfast hours
0: welcome to this episode of destroy all rational thought radio tonight we will be joined by bill Laswell for a special episode highlighting the late milford graves graves was an american jazz drummer percussionist Professor Emeritus of Music, Researcher, Inventor, Visual Artist. Sculptor, Gardener, Herbalist, and Martial Artist. Graves was noteworthy for his early avant-garde contributions in the 1960s with Paul Blay, Albert Taylor, and the New York Art Quartet, and is considered to be a free jazz pioneer, liberating percussion from its timekeeping role. The composer and saxophonist John John referred to Graves as basically a 20th century shaman. We will be getting the show started in a few minutes, but first this Albert Taylor tune featuring Milford. Remember that this radio show is listener funded. If you wish to contribute our PayPal info is notyourmothersradio at gmail.com. That's notyourmothersradio at gmail.com. We would like to thank you in advance. We really need the help.
4: on in 1960, Albert Isler came over to my house. I was in Brooklyn and I was in an old building and Albert Isler took out his saxophone. It was just the two of us in the house. He asked me to have a rag. I said, what do you want a rag for, man? He says, I want to stuff my horn because he was looking at my ceilings. He said, man, I don't want to crack your ceilings. If no one ever heard the tone of Albert, Albert had an unbelievable tone, volume and sound. I heard Albert play an alto with a 16-piece band and Albert came over everybody. When I played with Albert and Slugs in 1967, I could have played my skins. I could have had triple layers of elephant skin and played them with sludge hammers. Albert was there with you. And I'll tell you something else. Everybody thinks that a lot of those little little tricky melodies, Albert used to call them. And he used to play sometimes the French National Anthem. I didn't even know the French National Anthem, too. He told me one time he played it. <laughs> and he used to play it. But everybody said, oh, man, Albert played some kind of funny little lines. But Albert was in full control of himself because Albert was an army band and Albert could play standards. He could play honky tonk, anything you want to call it. But Albert, when he came to my house, we played and Albert was talking about something else. You know, the drag about it that Albert felt as though he had to play a certain way to get across. And people like as on on record is concerned, very few people have heard Albert. (laughs) I mean, very few people.
1: Good evening, everybody. It's Destroyal Rational Thought Radio, and um, our guest tonight is Bill Laswell, the man who kind of helped me put all this together. Bill, welcome. Well, thank you. Yeah, so um, we're here tonight talking about um, uh, somebody that you played with, somebody that you um, knew uh, very well, um, uh, Mr. Milford Graves, and he um, passed away about a month ago now, right?
5: I guess so, yeah. yeah Something
1: yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so we're going to do a little tribute to Milford tonight, and um, I guess um, I'm going to let you start. What, what what do you want the people to know about Milford?
5: Well, you know, it's um, a very original musician and, and uh, drummer, percussionist, who came from a background of, I guess you could say, Latin jazz. and Afro Cuban music and and he filtered into the free jazz scene and you know, there's not that many drummers that in that in that world. Andrew Surreals, Sonny Murray, Milford Gross, they're you know, were all there at that same moment. Right. And then Milford. After that, I think he was getting tired of the of that scene, and he found a teaching job at uh, Bennington College, and he served there, worked there for a long time—thirty-six years, I believe—and um, that took him out of the jazz scene, the festival scene, the music scene, and uh, we didn't hear about him so much because he was teaching, right. and um, you know, it's not so long ago, we, we made a trio with John Zorn, and we were able to play a lot in uh, festivals, and in, even in New York, and uh, that was a good experience because I knew about him when I was uh, fourteen or fifteen years old. So it was
3: right, right.
5: An interesting experience.
3: Hmm.
1: Now um, he he he's been on some all relatively mainstream records as well. I know he worked with Miriam Makiba for a short time. Yeah, and um, he he did, he did do a couple of. Um, you know, for lack of a better term, mainstream stuff. But he definitely brought drumming to a whole different uh, planet.
5: Yeah, it was um, a different take on rhythm mm-hmm. and and uh, percussion, and was always fascinated by African music and yeah. from all from all the different territories. And
1: I mean, he would he would he would actually play his drums with um, twigs with leaves on them, right? just to get a different sound. He would just do anything to get a different sound out of him.
5: Um, yeah, I think he was always looking for a different sound, and that's part of what makes him unique. And You know, he, his drum kit was crazy and unique, and uh, right. his, his approach was unique. And um, You know, he's not a jazz drummer at all. No, and and um, you know you can't compare him to anyone. And when he came from this background, what they call Latin jazz or Afro Cuban music, I don't think a lot of the jazz musicians really believed that. And um, if you look back, there's recordings, you know, and one of his bands. Uh, had featured Chick Corea, and and Chick was a totally legitimate uh, player, you know. So sure, sure. it it does it doesn't come from just um, random avant garde free jazz. It, there's some roots involved.
1: So right, and uh, he he was born in Jamaica, New York. Um, yeah. I I actually went to school in Jamaica, New York. <clears throat> And it was um some great musicians came out of that area, uh Lenny yeah, yeah. yeah Lenny White and another great drummer, came out of that neighborhood, and um James Brown yeah. kind of got his sound in that neighborhood, you know in Jamaica um yeah, so um it was definitely a, a great breeding ground for some great players um so his his beginnings right away he did get into that whole jazz thing though he started working with Albert Ayler a- a- we' relatively young, right.
5: Um, I believe so, yeah. yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, Albert's another guy that had a, um, you know, w- was another innovator. The guy played loud, he played uh, um, free jazz, but he played that too. He he took it to another dimension. He just kind of did what other people weren't doing. And um, he kind of made the Coltrane's and guys like that sound tame. So Well,
5: yeah, Albert Eiler was um, a, a very special Musician, the special sound, and you know it's you hear the church sound, and he was also in the military, right. so you, you hear the marching band, and you hear all these hymns and um, you know themes and things, and and he played it with a kind of fer- ferocious tone, uh, tone, you know, and yeah, very special,
1: and 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 if you know. If you note, and also um, that little clip I played from um, Milford talking about him, he did he would play you know just out of out of this world stuff, and like like Milford said in the middle he played the the French national anthem, and oh. you know, you know it was you know and and, and um, that that's what he would do. It was kind of like the forefront of what jam bands do now. You know, they'll do yeah. that, you know, and it was kind of uh, interesting things. And I really have to thank you, because when you um, asked me to do this with you, I knew very little about uh, uh, Albert Ayler and and even um, Milford. And I did a lot of research over the past three, four weeks. And um, the two of yeah. these guys were just incredible. They were both incredible musicians. And they brought yeah. a lot, and they left a lot. And um, really, uh, you know, especially Albert Ayler, he had a really, really uh, – um, interesting life and, and, and a mysterious death and the whole bit. So um you know, I really learned a lot and, and I hope people listening tonight will do a little more research when we're through and, and dig dig deeper into these two great artists. Um so uh Graves, you um a lot with him, right? No, not
5: a lot, but um enough to know him. Uh-huh. Uh and um you know, I, you know, like I said, Milford was teaching for many years. And, right. Um, I, when I was like 14 or 15 years old, I remember taking, uh, some pages from a jazz magazine and I put it on my wall and it was Albert Eyer playing in Harlem on a flat uh, yeah. one of those flat trucks. Sure. Um, and directly behind him was a guy playing drums with a big afro, and he had a crazy drum kit which which was psychedelic painting on it, and it looks like you could... That could have been, like, Blue Cheer or something. (laughs) And, um, you know, I I had that on my wall, and I saw it every day.
3: Yeah.
5: And, you know, I, I... Albert Eiler, to me was really important, and I didn't meet Milford Graves right away when I came to New York when I started playing with uh, impro- improvising musicians, free jazz musicians, and
3: uh-huh. uh,
5: John Zorn came to me with a project and a trio with Milford Graves. So I said, "Yeah, of course, I, I you know." I I know he's playing, right? And and so we made a trio, and um, and we did quite a lot of concerts, not touring. I, I I've never actually done touring, right, right. But uh, but um, we met with Milford, we played, and we started talking. You know, it it, it developed, and I I thought, you know, maybe that. I had created a kind of language how to how to play with Milford Graves,
1: you know. Yes, you know,
5: and I and I felt that we we achieved that, and I've done two dual records with him,
1: right?
5: And I've all and now there's a box set coming out of with without a Leo Smith, where there's a a duet with without a and then a, a duet. With uh Milford, and then there's a trio uh-huh. the, three, the three of us, and that, right. that'll hopefully come out in the next months. Okay, people, yeah, that's
1: I have been uh, done
5: like five or six
3: years ago, so.
1: yeah, yeah. I have um a piece that you guys did, it was you and uh, Milford, uh, The Stone Back in No Time. Right and and I'm going to play that towards the end of the show when we're through talking about Milford. I'm going to close the show out with that because I think yeah. I think that's forty 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 one minutes of just bliss. It's 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 loud. It's in your face, but there's something tranquil about it. In all of that, um, yeah. you know, Milford does some, um, um, I guess, lack of a better term, chanting in, in, towards the end of it, which <laughs> is, which is you know, it's just incredible stuff. And that's just yeah. the, that's just the two of you, and um, it's 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 just incredible. I was just so happy to stumble upon that. Then the other album you did, sta- uh, Space, Time, uh, Redemption, which is yeah. you know those are the two. And then I actually found some live stuff that you've done with John Zorn, you um, Milford and uh, Zorn, which, yeah. which is pretty interesting as well. And um, so if you kind of look, guys, you could find uh, some really, really intense, incredible music out there. Um, yeah. So, Bill, you sent me something uh, um, about a week or two ago. I guess these are the um, uh, liner notes to the box set.
5: Uh, I don't. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, how you, you know, you're grateful for the time that you spent. with Milford, you know, you you, you told about the story with the photo on the wall. Now. Um, uh, taking this whole Milford thing back one step, do you think that um, Albert uh, um, had a lot to do with that whole sound?
5: Well, it was from a certain time. And
1: uh-huh.
5: Al- Albert Adler had his own thing. And yeah. Uh, you know, after Love Cry and all those things, uh-huh. he moved into strange directions, and he was advancing on to trying to... Um, find another area, so he did uh, records like New Grass, which is a classic, Uh and in that record he didn't use the free drumming, he was using Bernard Purdy, and it was more of a, he was doing, for lack of a better word, kind of soul music, and... It was it was intense and impressive, but certainly not um, commercial by no. any no. means. No, no. and and that's what he thought. I think that's what he thought he was doing. And um, then later on, he added a bagpipes and a yeah crazy singing and Henry Vestine from
1: yeah Cantina
5: yeah from Cantina right. And, uh, very interesting, uh, departures from moving in all directions.
1: Right. I think Henry Vestine also wound up in the Mothers of Invention for a short time, right?
5: I, I don't know that Yeah, part, yeah, yeah. I believe
1: uh, I believe he was in the original, uh, formation of the Mothers, actually.
5: Okay, I didn't yeah. know that, but, yeah. uh, I, I knew him from Canned Heat, and mm-hmm. he must, he had to be very really open-minded, yeah. you know, to do that, and, uh. Yeah, yeah. They, the, the, those records of Albert Ryan are very important. Right. Have been, always very important to me.
1: So. Yes, and a lot of your um, music um, has that free jazz feel to it.
5: Well, I guess so. But yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah, and, w- and yeah, and, but what 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 I find incredible about you is um, you can do a couple of albums um, of f- this whole free jazz thing, and then kind of um, reel it in. And do an album that's a little more, well, a lot more, uh, regimented. And, you know, get back into a reggae f- f- slide or something else like that. Um, I, but Milford never did that, right? He just did a whole, you know, outside of the few two or three, maybe kind of um, conservative drumming that he did, like with Miriam Akiba, which is obviously an African feel to it. Um, he he kept that whole open drum thing going his whole career, right?
5: Yeah, I would say so. It's yeah. um yeah. You know, you can there's there's an African reference, a Latin jazz reference. Yeah. But there are references and his pulse is his own. Uh-huh. And and that's it's a hybrid of all these rhythms and that's what he was doing and no one really did it quite like that. And right you know it's not uh, dance music it's not no. you know no. there's no break beats involved there's no beats involved
1: no and
5: it, and and it's all this rumble of yes rhythm well, you know and, there's,
1: uh, yeah there's no dif- there's no reference point <laughs>
5: no but well I, you know I yeah that, that's right yeah, yeah that's, that's the, right the,
1: so anyway what i'd like to do is um like to uh, play. I'm going to play Eternal Signs now. What I did is I kind of started it. At, it you know, it's it, it's a relatively long piece, um, so I edited it down a bit, and I just like to kind of play the last two thirds of it. So we'll take a little okay. we'll take a little break and listen to it. Okay. No problem. Okay, here we go.
2: Only when- Serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast
3: biscuits, hot
2: and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating US Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's
3: breakfast biscuits, hot
2: and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage, egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Thank you.
1: Okay, that was Eternal Signs, Milford Graves and Bill Laswell. And that's uh, from the album Space, Time Redemption. And um, when was that album done?
5: Uh, it's been a while. Uh, yeah. Yeah, f- I don't know, yeah. five years ago or something.
1: Oh, okay, so it's not that long. So um, yeah. not only was Milford a great drummer, but he was involved in uh, so many other things, uh, martial arts. and uh, yeah. And a lot of people say that was how he played drums. Like he was um, um, doing his martial arts uh, exercises. That yeah. It, and um, he was a sculptor. He kind of felt that um, a sculpture, sculpturing, uh, the way he was taught was that it's kind of like music um, uh, frozen in time. But the sculpturing he did was kind of uh, more fluent. He wanted people to feel like it was, um, you know, a little more life to it, that it was music actually moving. And it seems like whatever he did, he had a little twist on. He was an herbalist, a gardener. Um, just he, he was involved in just about everything, right?
5: Oh, well, not everything, but he, he definitely had a, a sense of a, a kind of spirituality and um, consciousness of... of you know, thing, a little bit outside the normal yep. way of living, and, you know, he worked, he was one of the first um, so-called free jazz musicians who traveled to Japan,
3: uh-huh.
5: and in Japan, he didn't just play with musicians, but he did strange, you know, and, and unique things with like uh mintanaka, who was uh, involved in the bhutto
3: mm-hmm.
5: uh, movement and and they did concerts, which was just rhythm and dance right so that was very unique. You won't find any jazz drummers doing that so
1: sure sure and uh, how how long ago did you have your last um contact with him? did you guys Talk about um, any of this whole pandemic things. So I know he was into um, cellular biology. He was into natural healing.
5: Yeah, you know it. It was before the pandemic. Okay. When I when I talked to him, and you know he was already ill. Yes. And um, we we kind of knew what was coming.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
5: and I didn't really talk to him, but I did. The last time I played with him was with Zorn, and that was. Maybe two or three years ago.
1: Right. Okay.
5: And uh, we didn't stay in touch so much after that. Because I mean, he, he had a health
3: issue.
1: Right. So, and and I, I believe the doctors had told him he had like six months to uh, live. And, he you know, he he pulled on for another two, three years. So, I mean. He, yeah, yeah. yeah so, Something like that. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, you know, I, I guess, you know, whatever the natural, the whole natural healing thing, the cellular biology that he studied, maybe that kind of helped him. So he was definitely, you know, what you'd call a renaissance man. He was involved in so many different um, incredible things. Now he used yeah. to, um, uh, his bass drum, he would actually kick. He wouldn't use, you know, there were times when he wouldn't use a pedal. He would kick it, he would hit it with mallets, he would just do um, you know, whatever he felt necessary to get the job done. And yeah. Uh, so, Yeah. And, um, you know, he, he would hit it, um, he, you know, again, we, I told you about the snare with the T branch, uh, with the tree branch, with the leaves, and um, and he kind of had that feeling that most drummers just never, never, um, they, they, they're they kind of insufficient with that sound. There's so much more a drummer couldn't do, and he did it. He filled in all the holes. There was nothing left, you know, when he was still, Well, uh, yeah,
5: you know, drummers play drums. Right. And Milford played life, you yeah. know, and and he played it to the fullest, uh-huh. and and by his own standard, by his own means, and and, and his belief, right. and and it's, it's a very special and unusual. Um, lo- what happened, you know? It's very really uh-huh. different, yeah, very different, and. Um, He's, he's not competing with technical drummers, jazz drummers, rock drummers. He's a kind of it's a, it's more of a spiritual thing and a healing
1: yeah. thing. Well,
5: and uh, it's very different. There's nothing quite like.
1: It. Yeah, Zorn Zorn called him a shaman, right?
5: Uh, he might have. Yeah, uh, yeah. Guess, he's,
1: he's yeah. more like a shaman, yeah. And, uh, you know, he kind of played more like um, Sonny Murray, you know, the Rashid Ali's, you know, uh, um, kind of like, you know, he he did work with Sunrar, didn't he?
5: I'm not sure, sh- uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I believe he all,
1: was. I think he did. But all
5: him. all those guys from the Free Jazz, Rashid and yeah, yeah. Sonny Murray, Andrew Cyril, yep. they all have their own special take on it but i i always believed milford's take on it was much more um spiritual and and uh, bigger like wider uh uh-huh. you know the other people were not you know they 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 wouldn't really qualify as they're not going to be elvin jones sure you know but milford wasn't competing to be that no, he no. was he was doing his own thing. Right. You know, and and I think that's why he went to, to teaching, because he wanted out of that scene, you know.
1: Yes. And uh, he did get a couple of honors. I know he um, he received the Guggenheim Fellowship in music composition, and um, he also received the Doris Duke Foundation Impact uh-huh. Award. And uh, as far as I know, you know, the, you know those you know, he did get those two. Um, he did get rec- you know, there was some recognition and, and honors, and yeah, um, yeah. So um, you've worked with tons and tons of drummers, and um, obviously, you know, Milford was was a special, uh, you know, a special player to you. And um, is there anything in particular that um, you would recommend people to listen to if they wanted to get the the Milford Graves uh, story?
5: Well, you know. These days, it's so easy to get the background of people, the information on yes. people, the history of what they've done. So just look at his name. Write it down on a piece of paper if you have to. Yeah. But it's called Milford Graves. And and you take that and do the research. It takes five minutes. It's, Everything is online.
1: So. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah.
5: Learn learn about that and while you're at it, learn about
1: everybody else because
5: you know, we're not learning anything. We're we're not going backwards, we're not going anywhere.
1: No, no, so we're stagnant. Yeah,
5: so you know, while you're at it, look up everybody else. So
1: Yeah. So the, the album you did the Stone, um, is there anything about that that, I mean, I listened to it, and, and it just goes from, um, it kind of tells a story. I don't know the exact story, but there's something there that, um, you know, it's kind of, it's linear but not linear. You know, it, it's from start to finish, and it's a yeah. and it's a long piece. And did you guys have anything in mind when you did it, or was it just go in there and an improv? How, how did that come about?
5: Well, I, I don't know how you have music in your mind it has to come out but um i don't you know that was improvisation but yeah it it if you have experience and if you if you care about things i believe that it is telling a story and if you can't tell a story a real story but you're not really a musician; you're just somebody had an instrument. you know maybe you went to a big school, and maybe you're trying to copy somebody else. Right. But if it's telling a story, that's a musician, and that's what we do. That's folk lyric. you know it's not uh, court music. we don't play for rich people we We play folk music, so
1: play for each other.
5: Well, yeah. To the people.
1: Yeah, and also, but I mean, you guys, when you, back in no time, you know, the, the piece uh, um, is pretty much um, you and Milford playing to each other. You know, playing off of each other, playing back. You know, kind of like a, a tennis match. You guys are bouncing off of each <laughs> other. There's definitely something happening there, and uh, yeah. and and and, and uh, the last. You know, it, it's a long piece. It's it's you know it's it's you know forty minutes. But the last ten fifteen minutes are just beautiful. Just yeah. it, it just kind of happens. You know, it's you yeah. know, the whole thing is there the whole time. But you kind of um, show your cards at the last ten like ten fifteen minutes of that piece, and it's just a beautiful. You know, I you know uh, I just want to thank you for. You know, putting that piece out, I really, really enjoyed listening to that, and that's and that's a new one. I didn't really know about this until recently, and um, okay. like I, like I always tell people, you you think you're done with uh, um, Bill Laswell, and um, there's another avenue to go down. And, and this Milford Graves was really a great one. Um, yeah, yeah. So, what do you want us to know about? What do you want us to take away from um, Milford Graves? What, what can you uh, leave us with? What?
5: Well, it's, you know, kind of what we've been saying the whole time. It's an original right. musician, uh, More, than, much more than a musician, really. But take it as a, a hope. You know, there was a person here that had an idea and, you know, played from the heart. Right. And And, you know... Original, not copying anyone, not referencing anyone. No, and and, um,
1: and he did it. He did it not for the glory, but just for doing it.
5: I believe that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, and um, you know, he just and and guys, when you do the research, on I mean, him, you're going to find out some of the magnificent stuff he's done, just the uh, artistic stuff, the uh, studies he did in 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 uh, biology you know, medicine, holistic stuff, and herbals. And er, um, he was an herbalist, um, a, yeah. a gardener. He just kind of um, was just looking for, I guess, he had his own thing that he just wanted to do and did it, which is incredible. And Well,
5: uh, yeah, it's a, it's a healing concept. It's that, a, yes. Medi- it's um, medicine, you know. And the drumming can be medicine. It can be healing. Right. And the rhythm can be healing and... and you know, drummers don't think like that. They think like, "Let's be the best drummer," or "What uh, kind of what kind of gig can I get next?" And
1: yeah, well, do you find that most musicians like that now? The, the guitarists want to well be shredders; they want to be the fastest guys out there. And um,
5: um, yeah, I don't know. This I don't see too many musicians. Uh, very rarely, they're they're all just academic. Or copying somebody, right. or you know, I don't uh, appreciate most of it. And you know, I I bridge that with the up and coming music, which I'm in touch with many.
1: Sure.
5: Um, and they, you know, it's hip hop or it's kind of electronic something or other music. And uh, you know, I don't. Yeah. I'm not. Totally encouraged by the majority of the music uh-huh. out there, so somebody like Milford is unusual. But right. you have that contact, and
1: yeah. But you I, have a, you have a tendency to find those guys.
5: Well, yeah, I, I, they come to me, and yeah, I appreciate it. So
1: yeah, I mean, um, a lot of the people that I've spoken to have a whole different um, twist on music. Um, uh, you know, and I met a lot of them through you. Uh, Alex, Alex Haas for instance. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and um um you know Peter Applebaum, all these guys that I've been talking to and um they, they they all have a different take. They're not your um well obviously they're not they're not rocking musicians. They're not looking, you know, to you know to sell at arenas. They're there for the music. No, 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 no. No, They're there for the music, and and that's such a uh, that's all that's such a refreshing way to be these days that you don't really see that anymore. And um,
5: well, you 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 see it if you look. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. But for you have sure. to look,
1: you have to look for it. Of course. Yeah, you have to look for it, and um, you know, again, um, you know the um, you know the people that I've spoken to, uh, Christo, uh, all these guys. Um, they all they're all doing music for the love of music, and they know it's never going to be um you know we used to call it catalog a- items you had kind of had to look for their music it wasn't going to be thrown in your face right yeah and um and that's why I'm glad I'm doing this you know this destroy uh, the rational thought because I do get um the opportunity to to kind of introduce people to this um rather esoteric obscure hard to find music that you wouldn't be accustomed to and um who, anybody on the horizon that you could talk about that you feel is up and coming in this category?
5: Well, you know, there's really so many, and I don't know what, what's going to happen to mm. mo- the majority of them, but um, uh-huh. I'm, I'm trying to communicate, be in touch with, work with, hopefully, a much younger generation, and
3: uh-huh.
5: it's, it's not easy. You know, it's because I, I'm it takes me a minute to relate to it. But, sure. Uh, to t- to make change and to take things forward, you have to be open to things that are are different from what you've known. Uh-huh. You and you have to get to know these things, and you, then you have to. Um, put it together with what you have what you've done
1: right
5: and and, uh, I believe that there's a way to you know people people that I know money people and people that are successful they say you gotta get back out there you gotta do um you know you gotta come to do these new things you need a hit you need all this and I have a hard time with that because I disagree Uh I believe that That I, that it has to come to me. I believe that all this music we do improvise, that's the music of the future because it has no fundamental structure. It's just repetition of what's been done before. There's no future without future. Okay. You know, and I don't understand this. I, I could erase everything that's ever been done, ever recorded, uh-huh. ever played, right. ever written, and I could start again okay. with nothing, with absolutely nothing. And 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 build it from there. It could be someone who's twenty years old, could be somebody who's eighty years old. Doesn't matter. Just start again uh-huh. with something New something different, and and you can have you need to have roots to it. You need to have references, but you don't need to play the same thing all the time.
2: No,
1: no, no, you don't. And um, you definitely have uh, proven that over the years. I don't think you have, um, you know, two albums that, that that there there are no copycat albums. There are no cookie cutters. In the Laszlo yeah. collection, and um, uh, you know, I, I could see it getting harder and harder. You've done so much;
5: it, it's harder and harder. Man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've done so much that it must be you know incredibly difficult to find something new that's exciting that you think um, is is kind of worth um, you know kind of going down the rabbit hole with. But um, you know, some of the stuff that um, that's out there, I really hope that you know that that, that you keep doing it because. Um, Nobody else is doing it.
5: Well, nobody else has been doing it right. for a very for a very long time. Right, and um, I, I know that, and um, I'm I'm not done yet. So,
1: no, I know you're definitely far from being done, and uh, you know I know that you're working with people that are very young and um, guys that are older. So you you definitely are, um, you know, you're not just talking. You're doing what you say you do, and I know for a fact. That you're working with older guys and um, also you, you know really young people, so you are, um, you know, you're not you're not just kind of talking. Uh, you know, I know of guys like Sam Morrison. I'm just going to throw the name out there. I know he's been working, and he's definitely not a kid, and I know. Uh, and nobody else would have touched his music now.
5: Well, the, the music was good and it yes. could be heard.
1: Yes. yes, and that's and that's what. Um, you know, I think that's what Bill Laswell's known for. and yeah. And I really, really um, appreciate that in, in you because um, you've been the soundtrack to a, a good portion of my life, and, and I want to thank you for that. So what else? Are we done, or do you want me to... Um, do, you, do we want to talk about anything else, or should I start playing um, The Stone back in no time?
5: No, I I think that was pretty good. So. Yeah yeah
1: okay so um, we did a good job tonight we we did we 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 did milford proud
5: yeah i believe so uh, maybe a portion of it but we, yeah. did, that, we did that part good
1: so. okay my friend so um, i'm gonna play um back in no time now and um this is um Milford Graves and bill laswell, and uh, this is the second album you did with milford correct
5: um, yeah, actually, that was first. And this was then first, the, okay. And then the other one was. Okay, so this was one was latest. first. So, people, yeah.
1: I want you to listen to this one, and it's going to take a while, so kick back, relax, um, you know, do what you have to do to relax and just, you know, enjoy this piece. And here we go.
4: Do you or anyone you know struggle putting on their shoes? If so, check out Ziba Shoes, a totally new kind of hands-free sneaker that can be worn without bending down. Whether you have a bad back or a tough time bending over, Zeba Shoes can help you regain your independence. Join the over 100,000 plus satisfied customers who have tried our shoes and love them. No more struggling with your shoes. Learn more at zebashoes.com. That's Z-E-B-A Shoes.com. ZibaShoes.com.
3: Thank you. I pone
0: this holiday season gift yourself something empowering
2: wow look how good he looks what did you do something rejuvenating oh
3: my god you look unbelievable
2: i so don't look my age something transformational i feel amazing
0: you look fantastic
2: something miraculous
0: gorgeous beautiful best
3: gift ever Gift yourself a Hair Club consultation and get 20% off your personalized hair solution. Book your consultation online at hairclub.com forward slash holidays or call 1 844 697 HAIR. That's hairclub.com forward slash holidays or call 1 844 697 HAIR. See website for details. Head into the new year with life changing hair solutions, not forgettable
2: resolutions. Hair Club. Love your hair, live your life.
0: Thank you for joining us for this segment of Destroy All Rational Thought Radio, presented by Not Your Mother's Radio. We hope you are enjoying Fly on the Wall podcasts. Please check out the new releases on the MOD reloaded label. Remember that this radio show is listener-funded. If you wish to contribute our PayPal info is not your mother's radio at gmail.com. That's not your mother's radio at gmail.com. We would like to thank you in advance. We really need the help.
4: Elliot's not your mother. He's not mine either. I wouldn't mind it though.
2: Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot, buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery?
4: Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery.
2: So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese and your choice of bacon or sausage did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery?
3: Wendy's breakfast biscuits hot and buttery
2: so don't take a chance with those other guys, bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit, choose wisely choose Wendy's,
0: at participating US Wendy's during breakfast hours Hope you enjoyed this episode of Fly on the Wall. There are more great interviews to follow so please list us as one of your favorites and be sure to follow. We are listener funded. If you would like to assist our Venmo info is New Mexico DJ service. The PayPal info is New Mexico DJ service at gmail.com. Please remember to share our info. Thanking you all.